Hi everyone, welcome to the Styling Advisory Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Cohen, and today I am talking with Bridget Bell, who is a celebrity and personal stylist based in Australia, and she's going to be talking to us about her experiences diversifying her current services, which were typically just with celebrities for publicity shoots, into the world of personal styling, and then adding that additional layer of virtual styling services. So Bridget and I chat a little bit about how she came to terms with this new world of online shopping, how her clients are experiencing this shift, how she runs a virtual styling session, particularly a wardrobe detox or a wardrobe cleanse. And it's a really exciting interview because Bridget is someone that's actually been booked out since introducing these new services. So the strategies that she's adopted are those that you'd be um, well positioned to adopt and consider for your own business. So enjoy. Let's kick off. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Sarah. It's gorgeous to see you today. Oh, thanks, Bridge. I'm excited um, because your journey started, what, 20 years ago uh, in fashion design and styling. Is that right? Fashion design, yes. So I'm trained in fashion design. I did a degree in fashion design and textiles. Uh, yes, it would be 20 plus years ago. <laughs> yep, How dare I? Uh, sorry, I, don't, I shouldn't have actually said 20 years ago. Just you've had, you've had extensive experience in the fashion industry and then you moved into network styling and celebrity styling. Why don't you start by sharing a bit of your, your styling journey and then we can talk about how you've moved into the personal styling and the virtual space. Sure. So I fell into network styling with Network 10 about 14 years ago and started styling with uh, newsreaders and, you know, helping journalists shop for their wardrobes. And then we started doing all the publicity shoots. So the marketing and the publicity shoots for any TV shows that were happening at the time. Now, when we do the marketing and publicity, it's, it's not them as their characters, it's them as themselves. So that's eventually down the road how personal styling came about. So I carried on doing that for seven years until I had my first bub and then went back out in the big wide world on my own. And along the way, I didn't realise that the relationships that I built were the people that were going to take me, you know, here, there and everywhere. So I ended up working with Foxtel, Channel 7, Channel 10 and some of the radio networks as well. So that's my network styling. Yeah. Wow. And when you were doing that sort of styling, I know we've spoken about before, you really had to have a clear understanding of every brand, every style, every fabric, you know, exactly what look you were trying to create for each individual person. So there would have been a lot of time spent working with or, or, or sourcing garments across the country. Huge, huge. The amount of, the, we would have five racks of clothing at a group shop, you know, when you're dressing around about eight people. So that that's, I'd say, probably, you know, 10, 15 brands in there as well, depending on their personalities and what they like and what they gravitate towards and then what you think is going to work to fit the brief. Uh, and then obviously accessories for that as well. And these days were huge and the prep was huge. It was Always fun at the end of the day when you see it live in the shot. But yeah, amazing, amazing amount of work goes into that. So then that you you were able to transition that that role into a, I guess a sort of a one to one personal styling experience with your knowledge of all of the brands and your ability to really nail a brief. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I guess just drop yeah, that catchphrase in. <laughs> 
I mean, this is something we've worked on together through doing your program. So yes, knowing all the brands, I mean, that's something with my fashion background as well, knowing the brands, knowing what's out there. And for me, being able to work with a heap of brands rather than just one brand was what struck a heartbeat with um, with styling to be able to reach out to all these brands and, and the excitement from the brands when you're working with them as well, to be able to address you know, the offsprings, um, Asha Ketty and Kat Stewart, especially, you know, the brands were just loving those moments. Yeah. And the clothes yes. were just stunning. Actually, let's just talk about that because I know, um, so you start, you styled Asha Ketty as Asha Ketty or as her character for offspring? So no, never, um, always as herself. So they had, they had stylists on set for the shows and then we at Channel 10 would do the, the publicity and the marketing of them as themselves. So that's where I captured their their own personalities, um, what they love to wear, and then working with their body shapes as well, obviously, because they're all, you know, we're all very different. So being able to nail that on the shoot was really important to have them looking and feeling their best for the shoot day. And your clients love that look, don't they? I know you've said before that people say to you, I just love Asha Ketty's look, you know, or I love Kat Stewart's look. That's what I want as that sort of everyday, smart, casual, mum, working vibe. Yeah, to yeah to put a spin on it. So them as their character, someone said to me, okay, I really love the Asha Ketty vibe. Can we go shopping? I want to look like Asha Ketty. So then I take you know, Asha Ketty's style from the show, not her personally, but work that vibe back with the person themselves as well. You can't just go, okay, I'm going to dress you like Asha Ketty because your body shape's different and your personality's different. So, yes, I'm going to integrate that boho style into your, you know, work back with your current wardrobe and integrate some new pieces. It's such an interesting um, way to look at it. Every As a personal stylist, every personal styling client essentially does have a brief, just like a brief that you would receive if you were doing a publicity shoot for newsreaders or a, cha- or a you know a TV channel. And within that brief is really sort of the specifics. This is what I want to convey in my clothing. These are my issues. This is what I love. So your ability to really just quite seamlessly pivot from taking that creative brief from a network to taking that creative brief from a from an individual seems like a really easy transition was it pretty simple to do yeah so you mentioning that and pulling that together that was that was the connection between celebrity styling and personal styling and how i was going to be basically evolving from one into the other and it being really similar more similar than i even realized to the point where someone i had a personal branding job the other day styling job where I had a logo you know so I had specific colors to follow and then she had her specific job which was um, a wellness coach so then we wanted to integrate that into what she did through the photos and project that through the photos and then being shot at home as well so that was her brief that we had to work to. Wow so are you doing a lot of branding shoots at the moment or is that something you're looking to expand in 2021 when we're kind of out of this pandemic situation? I've certainly been touching on them now that we've come out of lockdown. Um, I think women have really, I don't know, put their feet in the sand and had a really good think about themselves during COVID and lockdown and what they want to do. And a lot of women are going out on their own and running their own businesses. So, yes, it's going to be something I'm going to be doing next year because it makes sense because that's what I do. I do I style for photo shoots. So that's something I'm going to work with couple of different photographers and be able to provide that service where you can do photo shoots for your personal branding or your personal image or your website or 
yeah, your headshots, whatever it be. Well, I can be your first client because throughout COVID, I had my husband take some photos of me. It was the most hysterical and useless experience. So I need some sort of photos. But let's go back to the moment where you started to shift into personal styling. And that's happened this year throughout COVID. Being in Melbourne, you know, we've been in lockdown, so it's made it even more difficult or an opportunity really to kind of just focus on rebuilding a new arm of the business. You've started to offer a lot more of the virtual styling services to your personal styling clients. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. Yes. So I've been doing personal styling for around about four years now. And obviously it was all one-on-one. I love to go to the shops and touch the fabrics and try the clothes on people. So when the dilemma this year came of all photo shoots shut down, all personal shopping shut down, then I had already on my radar from about oh, 16 months earlier was shop the the virtual platform ShopShare. Yeah. So they contacted me when they first sort of launched and just didn't have the time to look into it and set it up because I'm not a huge online shopper. So I've had to learn very quickly how to become an amazing online shopper and pivot my business and push packages out that I can mirror what I already offer but be able to do that in a virtual service. Was that hard? I know that a lot of stylists feel, um, well, I guess a little concerned that delivering an experience virtually will lack the same sort of connection for the client. So what's your experience been in transitioning some of those services, the in-person shopping and styling, like the wardrobe edits, outfit try-ons, onto a virtual platform? It's been a lot better than what I thought. It's been quite amazing journey. So a lot of women would say, no, I just, I like to go to the shops. And when I can edit their wardrobes with them, we go through their wardrobes, they're standing up on their bed doing try-ons for me over Zoom. Um, and we're working out, you know, what the gaps are in their wardrobe. I'm a big believer that the foundation to what I do is wardrobe edits. So find out, shop in your own wardrobe first. And then we go and fill the gaps. And that's when we do the virtual shopping platform shop share so I will do offer you either five pieces or ten pieces in a video I keep the videos not too long because they take too long to upload so I can then you know service more of my clients turning out some great videos and then the try-on session is the best part so I had one lady had all of her clothes all of her parcels there ready to go we were trying on all the clothes and we were winning, we were having a great time because through ShopShare, we were able to work out the sizing, work out the fabrics, really nail what she needed in her wardrobe. But then to try them on, one of the parcels actually arrived then and there while we were doing the Zoom meeting and she tried it on right in front of me and it was just, she looked stunning, she looked amazing. And this wasn't a retailer that's in shopping centres necessarily and I think that's the amazing thing about the virtual styling world is that you don't have to go to Chadston and just shop within Chadston. You don't, yes. you know, you're not just at Emporium. You're going to so many other smaller brands to really nail the client's personality. That is such a good point. And something that I think it's really easy for stylists and image consultants to forget when you're not an image consultant or a stylist, you probably, like on average, I probably know maybe 10 stores that I could check. If, I'm in, if I need to look for something, I might jump on, you know, Witchery or The Iconic or Zara or Net-A-Porter. And then I kind of, I've got a list of about 10 and then, and then I don't know anywhere else. So if I don't find what I'm looking for there, 
I just don't get it. I feel annoyed. And, you know, the cycle of being frustrated with your wardrobe is perpetuated. But because you are an expert in this field, your repository of brands that you know is just so extensive. And that's probably an angle that potentially stylists haven't used as a form of content, as a form of promotion, as a benefit or a reason for someone to book in. So again, when you're servicing them virtually, you're not only presenting them with options that they wouldn't have thought of, like perhaps encouraging them to visit a store in Chadston or you know a Westfield that they wouldn't have gone into before, but you can be pulling and exposing them to some of the most incredible emerging brands or just not as well known or, you know, not national brands. So it's a really, that that component of the experience is probably an untapped marketing opportunity. I think that's one of the best parts about it, being able to go on the on a broader spectrum like that, because it really nails the person's personality. They might go, like you say, um, you know, they buy five white sweaters in a year. Like, let's break that cycle you know you buy the same denim jean let's get you out of the same denim jean let's get you into something different so being able to break that cycle for people and and the way they shop is ideally what we do as stylists you know to broaden their horizon and make them think differently about where they go to and quite often these people will become dedicated clients to that brand you know that smaller brand so that don't have a shop front that are only available online Yes. When we talk about marketing, um, I remember in one of our earlier conversations, I was talking about Scanlon and Theodore, which is an Australian brand, beautiful Australian brand with a higher price point. And they have a particular fabric. I don't know if it's a like an Italian yarn or something. I have no idea about the fabric, but you know what I'm talking about, that thick, stretchy, beautiful, luxurious fabric yeah. they created. Yeah. Yeah, the knit that they they do incredible jumpers and and cardigans in, and I know you were saying, yep, I can I I know exactly why you like that brand, and I could potentially present you with another five brands with varying price points that reflect a similar aesthetic or have similar fabrics or a similar silhouette, and I think that's a really interesting opportunity as well from a stylist looking to market her services and attract more clients is being able to say. My ability as an industry professional is to understand what you would love to wear and either source that or if you can't afford that, find you alternatives that still nail the brief. Yeah, and that's the way we do it. You know, we, they might have an image of how they'd like to look and then we can go, you know, as, as a stylist, I go and recreate that look for you with different brands for, you know, half the price or, or less even. So, I mean, yeah, that's what I love to do. And how have you found, because I know you've made, you've found, you've had a lot of success since launching your virtual services and really focused on the personal styling element. How have you been reaching out to clients or letting people know about your services and then driving those bookings? Yes. Yeah, so I did a soft launch during COVID, during lockdown. We uh, had a VIP group where I joined a few other ladies and we had our own time slots throughout the day. We presented to 150 women. I talked about my personal styling journey and my virtual services. And then I did a special on the videos to really push them out there. And then I offered them obviously on social media across the board. And then it all really kicked off from there. And then I could work out exactly what I wanted to offer for everybody after trialing it and having a go and then really push the launch a bit more. So I think the whole thing about the virtual world is as a stylist, I wanted to make myself more available to every woman out there. Whereas some people, the first thing they think about is stylists, they're for the rich and famous, they're for the, you know, she's a celebrity stylist, why would she dress me? And I think I really wanted to break down the barrier with all of those thoughts and be able to offer services to everybody and to get a taste about what it's like to have a stylist come and help you 
because women especially don't always do something to reward ourselves. We always put ourselves last. And I think that as women get older and the kids head off to school, then it's time for them. You know, they're back to work or they're taking on more work and they're really finding out about who they are. So that was the most important thing to me was to be able to reach out to a broader spectrum. You know, all around Australia now I can do that and New Zealand. I've got a couple of clients as well. So that's where virtual just blew it out of the water for me this year and it's been an amazing journey. Do you think that your clients, these women, are also getting to the point where they think, I notice the perpetual cycle of going shopping, buying products that I don't necessarily know how to wear. They end up sitting in the closet. 12 months later, they're out in a donations bag or they're just piling up in the wardrobe and they're just getting to a point where they think this is just, it's not sustainable. It's not it's literally not a sustainable approach. So do you think they're kind of saying, okay, now I see the benefit of having someone come and make more, help me make more considered decisions when it comes to shopping. And then as much as they're also focused on presenting a new kind of brand for themselves. Oh, absolutely. It, it's an absolute process that you go through and from that moment that of that realisation that, oh my gosh, how many more clothes can I have in my wardrobe with tags on them or things that I don't wear? Like how much excess do I live with? And the way the world's going with, you know, sustainability and fast fashion, it's really time to nail down, you know, what you're wearing and be able to wear those pieces 20 times and wear them to death and love them, you know. So, uh, yeah, and then especially knowing what to do with those clothes. Women don't know what to do. You know, I've got all these clothes with tags on, what do I do? So obviously you upcycle them. Uh, There's more websites these days where you can do consignment if you're not a big eBay person. Yeah, there's lots of different ways. And that's what I let people know about as well. When we're going through, we put things into piles, obviously, you know, op shop and then things that you can upcycle and go from there. Really work out in your wardrobe what the best styles are that you've got to build on. And then, yeah, we hit the shops, which is brilliant. And when these, when you nail the brief, when you nail, you know, when you've nailed it, they strike Such the Such a pose, catchy tagline. <laughs> it's so true. Like this woman will stand in front of the mirror and go, oh, look at me. And it's, and that, it just makes my heart skip a beat. Like, and that's why I'm doing what I do. And that's why I love what I do. Yeah. So though doing that service, being able to get into someone's wardrobe, whether it's in person or um, virtually, well, actually in person's obviously, it's pretty straightforward. You're there with them. You've got, you can touch the fabrics, you can see everything on and you can adjust things on the person. How have you found that experience of doing the, the wardrobe edit? virtually do you find that the clients are just as happy you know if they're standing on their bed on zoom as they are in in person yeah so in the beginning um you know they're not sure how it's all going to go but they soon get into the rhythm of it all and so we work on the nitty-gritty bits first obviously and then after we go we work out you know which pieces are going out and then we can work on which pieces we're going to put the new clothes back with so that's where the styling session after we do the virtual shop we do a try on session um, and that's where I integrate the shopping pieces back into their own wardrobes and we can really nail the rest of their wardrobe then so be able to really work out the fits and we may even get rid of another couple of pieces then but in the beginning it's it's mainly mainly the nitty-gritty pieces to deal with you know this uh, this piece why haven't you worn it you know why is it still sitting in your wardrobes or how can we alter it like just tweaking things and altering things in your existing wardrobe you will get you know another five years out of them so it's great and that's true because again I remember um what one of the first things I learned when I did the styling course with the style core 
with Carla Mathis is unless you have the dimensions of the um, the grading system or the or the sample model that the brand is creating, most of us will not perfectly fit clothing that is that is on the rack. So it's it's probably something to consider more frequently than we do being able to take up a hem or fix a collar or and here lies the extent of my knowledge of tailoring um but you know like being able to adapt things and knowing how, knowing what to do is probably another reason why you just need to get a professional in to say okay you know this garment is probably something you could be wearing if we just take it up an inch or cinch it in or Absolutely. What and that's you? where I combine, you know, my fashion skills with my personal styling skills because I'm looking at proportions when I'm doing personal styling. The biggest thing to looking good is getting your proportions right. If your top's too long or your pants aren't the right length or your sleeves, you know, aren't the right length, everything just looks out of whack and it doesn't look great. So that's, you know, my number one job is to work your proportions out. But then that takes me back to doing a try-on session with you with your current wardrobe and knowing the fit and how that clo- those clothes are made. And that's where my fashion background comes through it as well. And that's where it all sort of combines and, yeah, it takes off from there. But, you know, so it's so it's so obvious to me as someone that works within this industry that's not a stylist about the benefits of stylists and yet still there seems to be this disconnect potentially with women out there who are experiencing these issues that do have closets full of clothing that they don't know how to wear that don't feel great and yet there's this barrier to you know what why why do you think it is that that everyone isn't booking a styling session and that everyone isn't weaving in a professional stylist as part of their shopping and styling sort of side of their life it's a good question, Sarah, because there's a lot of guilt with women around doing things for themselves. And I think that is the biggest barrier that people, you know, deciding that it's time for you to do something for you and really putting yourself first. And I think, you know, when, we, when we're mums and we're, we're working and, you know, running around after kids, we do lose ourselves a little bit. And I think that's the biggest the biggest fault there it's true but i mean it's not as if you're sending yourself to bali for a meditation retreat for a week you're just booking someone to come and you know to provide a service for two hours to tell you half of your wardrobe is ludicrous the other half we're going to work with here are the gaps now you've got some stuff that you can wear and you can you know it's going to take you five minutes to get dressed so it's interesting because women will still go and get laser hair removal get their roots done you know we are spending on ourselves so I do wonder whether one of the barriers tends to be that they feel it's a bridge too far. <laughs> bridge. Um. <laughs> I think that I think is people think cost straight away. How much is it going to cost me? So we're not going to go and buy you, you know, thirty items for your wardrobe. We're going to fill the gaps that are already in your wardrobe, and we can do that virtually and in person. That's the beauty of the whole virtual world, you know, as well. We're just really nailing the key pieces that you need in your wardrobe, and I think that's, you know, that's sustainable fashion where you're just you're working with what you've got and then integrating some really great pieces and go from there. I find one of the biggest gaps in women's wardrobe, which is what I'm going to be nailing next year, Sarah, you'd love to know this. I've worked this out since we've done our course together, is date night and date night. That is Mm. the biggest gap in wardrobes. Women do not have anything for date night in their wardrobe and no one had a dress from date night. So that's that's where I'm heading, yeah. We tend to kind of have... There's a dress in case it's a function and then there's the everyday or the workwear and that sort of 
would you call it transition pieces? I don't know. Like, you know, it's not super dressy, but it's not super casual. It's sort of in that middle section. Yes, and knowing how to take that look um, and take, yeah, and go from there. But, yeah, and the, and the date night, you know, people might have one or two things they can wear in their wardrobe and they might have, you know, 200 pieces in their wardrobe. I only have 100 pieces in my wardrobe that I work with and I don't think I even wear all of them. And I do have another closet of, you know, my special pieces, my resort wear, my evening wear. But, yeah, some people, you know, they have 200 pieces plus in their wardrobe I've seen. It's insane. Yes. And we buy the same stuff all the time. And so you continue to make those mistakes. So do you think, just going back to the barrier, can someone book a stylist to to do a wardrobe edit, let's say it's in person or um, virtually, and just do the, the wardrobe edit? Like, okay, let's have a look what you have. Let's just do the gap analysis. And then maybe you just need a T-shirt or, you know, like a singular piece. Is it possible for people to book in? and not feel as if it's going to be such a big change and such a big expense straight off the bat? Yeah, that's another one. People don't like change. Absolutely, Sarah, that's that's a good point. So, yes, they can absolutely do the wardrobe edit and then I can make a couple of suggestions and they can head out and find those pieces themselves. I don't have to do that for them. I can certainly point them in the right direction. But then, you know, maybe you do a wardrobe edit in person and then you do the add-on of the video of the five pieces that you add to the wardrobe because you know I do that for $70 so that's where we keep the cost down and then people can really you know get on their way because just doing the wardrobe edit on itself and not filling those just those couple of gaps those little pieces then you're still lost without those those basics to build that wardrobe so um yes. either way, you know, yeah you can tell yourself there are gaps, but you do what you know. The idea is that we're going to we're going to close those gaps and 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 I guess maximize the options, the outfit options in your wardrobe. And do you package your experience? I guess the the process of the wardrobe edit, that gap analysis, and then the personal shopping, whether that's done through ShopShare TV videos or in person, and then the try on session. Do you tend to package that as one big? chunky service for clients or do you break it up and let them kind of go step by step? Yeah, so I've broken them down uh, into individual services and then people can add on. Everyone's different. Every person I have that comes to me says, how do it work? How does this all work for me? Because everybody's very different in what their needs are. So then I can suggest ways to move forward. I mean, we may even do a try-on session where I don't record the outfits of what you're going to be wearing. But then the next step is to be able to add a virtual style file or a digital style file where I collate each individual look and then you have that readily available in your phone every morning. You're, what am I wearing today? And you can just scroll through that and have a look and yeah, work it out that way, which just takes the pain out of getting dressed every day as well if that's you know women's biggest dilemma, which quite often it can be putting the outfits together. Some people know how to put the outfits together already and they're fine and we do that simple try-on session, but then, you know, there's so many different levels that we can add to help women get dressed every day, make it easy, make it fun, make it exciting. And you, you've you obviously made it fun and exciting because you booked out. <laughs> I, I was, yes, definitely for November. I've pulled it back a little bit in December because I, I've, yes, was so super busy. So to me, booked out may not be what everybody else is, is booked out. So I'm also working still with Channel 7, dressing the cricket commentators for the season. So I organise all the men's and women's clothes. And I can't tell you how many thousands of looks that is throughout the season. So I'm working that 
two to three days a week as well. And then I've got my virtual clients and personal clients as well. So if I am working five, six, six days a week, then, you know, that, that can be quite a handful. That was November. So yeah, I've pulled it back to four or five days for December just to finish the year on a nice note. And yeah, it's the virtual styling world has definitely lifted the game with being, having clients and booking out. So yeah, it's been exciting. Wonderful. Thanks, Bridge. Thank you so much for sharing all of your insights and sort of taking us through the ins and outs of servicing clients virtually, because I know that's what so many people want to know. You know, what does the actual service look like? Are the clients loving it? Do they mind conducting these types of services in a virtual setting as opposed to in person? So thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks for the chat. You've been listening to the Styling Advisory Podcast, a podcast dedicated to sharing success stories from stylists on how they built their empires. We offer all stylists a complimentary empire planning session. Head to our website and complete the online form to book yours in today at www.stylingadvisory.com.au. Keep up to date with the latest episodes, news and business tips by following at the Styling Advisory on Instagram and Facebook.